and welcome to the Fit Chicks and Hormones podcast, where we offer suggestions and information about balancing your hormones naturally so that you can start taking action today. I'm excited to be here today with you, sharing my experiences and the experiences of my clients in hopes that you will learn so much about how you should truly feel when you take the action steps to a life full of hormone harmony. So we're talking about, this is day number two, which we're going to focus on nutrition for metabolism and hormonal balance, right? So when it comes to metabolism, nutrition and eating and your food is is just as important as all the other things that we're going to talk about. So sleep and movement and all those things, uh, stress management. But this is where you're probably going to get the biggest bang for your buck is when it comes to your eating. So first I want to touch base on what are macronutrients because if you've never heard about, you know, you may hear me talk about macros, but maybe you're not sure what they are. So what are macronutrients? <clears throat> Uh, they are the fundamental components of our diet that provide the energy needed for our daily activities. There are three main types, protein, carbohydrates, and fats. And in the context of hormonal balance, each plays a unique and vital role. So this is where <clears throat> when we talk about tracking <clears throat> your macros. That's when the, you know, making sure you're um, getting your protein, your carbohydrates, and your fats all in there because without them, you know, like some of these diets, there's the carnivore diet, which is just protein. There is the keto diet, which is no carbs. <clears throat> I think they may all have a place somewhere, but if you're going through menopause, like perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopausal, excuse me, <coughs> I just don't think they're serving your body because when you're going through these hormonal phases, your body is already under stress because of those dropping hormones. And when you do anything that stresses it more, meaning cutting out specific macros, I just don't think it serves your body the best way. So this is the way that I, this is the way that I do it. This is the way that I teach my clients because this is what I have found has been the most, the best way um, to get you the results and have you feeling, have you feeling amazing. So if you're here, make sure you say hello. Uh, you can also hashtag replay if you're watching it in the replay so that I know who is checking this out. So first, let's talk about protein. These are the building blocks of your hormones. They ensure that ensuring an adequate, adequate intake of protein supports the body in creating and maintaining the hormones essential for various bodily functions. Most women <clears throat> are not consuming enough protein, period. I found this out working with many clients. Um, and so what I do is that's what our focus. We focus on making sure they're eating enough calories, which I talked about yesterday, and then making sure they're hitting their protein goals. These two things, when you eat the right amount of calories from healthy foods, now not processed foods, not <clears throat> junk food, um, when you eat from the amount, right amount of calories from healthy foods and you hit your protein goals, you're going to feel amazing. You're going to feel more energy. You're going to feel more satiated and have little to no cravings. Just focusing on those two things, right? So how much protein do you actually need? I think a good idea is 0.8 to 1 gram per pound of body weight. So I think it's more simple to just be like 1 gram per pound of body weight. So a 60-pound woman needs around 123 to 160 grams per day. That may seem overwhelming, 
<clears throat> just kind of maybe like the calories that you figured out like wow I'm supposed to eat that many calories and now I have to eat this much protein the answer is yes if that seems overwhelming I would say if you can hit 100 grams you are doing amazing and that's simple to do because you can take divide your 100 grams or even 160 grams over three meals so three meals of 30 grams of protein and a snack with 10 grams of protein is going to get you there simple easy and that's how you need to start thinking about your meals okay not just going okay what am i eating now this is what i'm eating think about you should be thinking about what you're eating throughout your day you should have a plan if you're just flying by the seat of your pants that's when we end up going for the pantry and eating junk and going fast food but when you have a plan, even if it's not written down, if it's in your head and you know, okay, this is kind of what I'm going to do for breakfast. I think this is what I'll do for lunch and this is my dinner. And you know what? Here's a good mid-afternoon snack. <clears throat> okay, how many grams of protein would that be? Well, let me check. If, you're, if you want to track, I think that's amazing. Amazing to track for a few days. If not, <coughs> you could just look in some, uh, look on Google and say, how many grams of protein are in two eggs? Okay, so that's how many protein, how, if you're going to have eggs. Um, just kind of doing the homework is something that is good to do because then you know this going further. And it doesn't mean you have to do it all the time, but it gives you an idea so when you know exactly what you should be eating, what the amounts look like, right? Um, or a good rule of thumb is think of your entire hand. So whatever you're eating should be this big and then half the palm. So the whole hand and the palm that's a good amount of protein to be eating if you when you are plating your food when you're putting your um, protein on your plate um, you can use protein powders as well but make sure that you are not just using those for meals <clears throat> those are a good way to help bump up your protein but they shouldn't be the majority of your meals and make sure they are not full of artificial sweeteners and a lot of carbs there are some that are just junk they're junk 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 so if you want some recommendations reach out to me and I can let you know what those are <clears throat> now carbohydrates and fats so both carbohydrates and fats play crucial roles in hormone production and signaling most of our nutrition now consists of high fat high carb meals that's what most of us are consuming on a daily basis and this is what is leading to weight gain insulin resistance cardiovascular issues and inflammation that's why we're flip-flopping that we're going from fat high fat high carb to high protein lots of fiber and a good amount of fat that's what we're going to talk about today uh, carbohydrates serve as the primary energy source and influential hormonal balance by affecting insulin levels crucial for maintaining stable blood sugar and supporting overall health stability so that's why we do need carbohydrates they are good for you the right kinds of carbohydrates in the right amounts and fats are uh, particularly omega-3s play a crucial role in supporting your brain health so that's where if you're not eating enough fats it affects your hormones but it also affects your brain so you have less you don't have brain fog or you have brain fog but remember it has to be the right kinds of fats it's not just junk fats not just junk carbohydrates it has to be the good kind <clears throat> all right so let's talk about what a hormone healthy plate should look like so when you're aiming for metabolic health your plate should follow the PFF principle and I've been talking about this for years and what that is is protein fiber and fats <clears throat> protein is always first always 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 your meals your snacks anything anytime you want to eat something 
You want to look at protein first. Not, I'm going to have a cookie for a snack. I'm going to have a banana for a snack. No, it should be some form of protein. This can be like lean meats, fish, eggs. Uh, there are some plant-based options. What I want you to be aware of, if you are a vegetarian and you are buying plant-based products, read the ingredients. Some of it is full of junk. <laughs> make sure it's good quality food and make sure it has a good amount of protein in it. <clears throat> um, eating enough protein is going to help to satiate you. It's going to make you feel fuller and it's going to help with blood sugar balancing. That is very important as we go through these menopausal years. So you have your protein first thing on your plate. Then the next thing should be your fiber. This in the form of vegetables. So carbohydrates are, can be simple carbs, starchy carbs. There's lots of different options, but what I want you to think of fiber. I want you to, because most of us will think of like, uh, you know, Metamucil and all these fiber things. No, I want you to think, or whole grains. I want you to think of vegetables, green vegetables, green leafy vegetables. Um, when you have more green leafy vegetables, it helps to break down the estrogen that is circulating through the body and remove it so you don't become estrogen dominant. When you become estrogen dominant, that's when you have a lot of hormonal symptoms like hot flashes, night sweats, inflammation, just so many things. So we want to make sure that we're constantly getting the extra estrogen that's circulating through our body out with adequate fiber, which is why it's so important that you should be going to the bathroom every single day. And we're going to have, we're going to talk about that in a minute here. Um, so protein first, fiber, vegetables, lots of vegetables. Remember I say about one to two cups per meal. And then the next thing I want you to put on your plate is fats. Um, healthy fats like avocados, nuts, olives, these are so important for your hormone production and your overall well-being. And they're going to satiate you. Remember, they're going to help with your brain health, but they're also going to make you feel more full. Protein, fiber, fats make you feel full. They keep you from craving all the things. I find that when I eat more starches, I crave more starches. I crave more sugar. <clears throat> and when I say more, I mean in a lot of amount. When I balance it the way that it should be with the protein, fiber, and the fats, then I don't crave those sweets. So next, we're going to talk about, yes, you do need those starches. And when I'm talking about starches, carbohydrate, or starchy carbohydrates are potatoes, brown rice, whole grains. You want to make sure you're avoiding wheat. This causes inflammation. Um, starches also are going to help with your digestive health. It, they do have fiber in them, yes, but we don't want to rely on all of them for our fiber intake. We want those green leafy vegetables or lots of variety of vegetables. Uh, starches and fibers also help regular blood sugar levels, which again is super important as we age and it helps to balance our hormones. So your starches should be a minimum of a half a cup per meal. And it may not look like something. I was having this conversation with somebody too. And she's like, half a cup is like nothing because we're so used to like having the majority of our plate be those carbohydrates, whether it's potatoes or rice or whatever it is. You I mean, you go out to eat and you have a plate full of rice and then a little bit of protein, right? <clears throat> that's how they feed you. So that's what we think is right. It needs to be reverse. So a half a cup per meal. And if like me, I like my bowl meals. So I just put everything in a bowl, mix it up. It doesn't, it looks like a lot of food and you don't think, oh my gosh, there's hardly any carbs in there. <clears throat> And you can play with these amount. It all depends on the person. It all depends on your activity. It all depends on your movement. Um, some people 
But what we want is we don't want you to become carb sensitive, meaning anytime you do eat carbs, you blow up like a balloon. That's why it's so important because I tried that and it did not work for me. But that's why it's so important for you to keep those carbs in there in limited qualities, using them around workouts because they help with energy, they help with recovery, and your body can burn through them quicker. And super important to remember, like I mentioned a little bit earlier, you do not ever eat carbs without protein. That's going to spike your blood sugar levels, and that's what we want to avoid. We don't want those blood sugar levels spiking. That's when we get have weight gain. That's when we um, become diabetic, pre-diabetic, whatever. We want to stabilize the blood sugar. That's the whole point of all this nutrition part. And when all this is in play, it helps to balance our hormones. It helps to balance our metabolism, make it more flexible so that we can enjoy our life and get the results that we're looking for. <clears throat> so how do you know if you're eating right for your hormones, right? Metabolic health and hormones play side by side. So this is something I like to call schmeck, duh. There's a D in the end, but I can't say it normally. Um, so I'm gonna just go through what each one of these is just a little bit. So this is something that you should be paying attention to every single day. This is gonna tell you if what you're doing is right. This is gonna tell you if you're eating the right amounts, if you're eating the right amounts of the things you need, <clears throat> and if you're doing all the right things. And your hormones will be balanced. So first is sleep. Are you sleeping through the night? Are you waking up? Maybe you need to adjust your calories or your macros to help with that sleep. And that's where I come in when I do one-on-one -on -one coaching is we have a conversation and I can look at what you've been eating and I can see what else is going on in your life to determine if maybe we need to make some changes and adjustments, right? So check in, your, if, check in with your sleep. Number two, hunger. Are you still hungry after you eat a meal or are you feeling satiated? Do you need more protein maybe? Do you need more fiber? Do you need more fats? Do you need more carbs? Paying attention to those. Also, I find sometimes eating more carbs makes me more hungry. <clears throat> so again, looking at your meals, what do they eat? What do I need more of? Maybe what do I need less of? Next is moods. Are you feeling anxious? Do you get cranky? Are you feeling angry and frustrated? Look to see, are you consuming enough calories? Um, are you having too many carbs that's causing you to crash? Uh, and, may, and, and crave sugar. Maybe you don't have enough fiber. All these things that we're talking about at the beginning, paying attention to these. This is where being mindful in your day and when you're eating becomes so important for that reason. <clears throat> Next is energy. Is your energy good through the day? Is it good after your meals? If not, maybe you're crashing. Maybe you're, you don't have sustainable energy. So maybe you need more calories. Maybe you need more protein. Maybe you need more fats. Then add more carbs. So you wanna do it in that order. Take a look. Am I eating enough protein? Am I eating enough fats? Am I eating enough carbs? Not enough carbs in that order. <clears throat> Another thing which we're gonna be talking about on Thursday, excuse me, <coughs> is movement and that will have a play into your energy as well. And I think I have some clients that have just realized this, like their moods and their energy is so much better when they get out and move and take care of themselves. But we're saving that for another day. And then cravings, are you still craving sugar? Are you eating, so ask yourself, are you eating too many starches, too many potatoes, too many sweet potatoes, too much rice? Are you consuming too much sugar? 
Remember, you should be reading labels, ingredient, and is there too much sugar? Is your food sweet? Do you have to sweeten your food to make it satiating? Because if, if you are, then you need to cut that out. We need to get rid of that because we want you to enjoy food without having to have the sugar taste. Um, if you're having cravings, maybe you're not eating enough protein. Maybe you're not eating enough calories. Maybe you're not eating enough fat. See, it all comes back to all these things, which makes it a little more simple to realize and pay attention to and be mindful of. Asking yourself these questions on a daily basis, daily basis and ever each meal is what's going to help you learn what you need to be doing that's going to fuel your body and make you feel the best. <clears throat> it all comes back to the PFF. So if that's in your head, remember that protein, fiber, fats, always. And the last thing is digestion. So are you pooping daily? Is it normal? Maybe no, then maybe you need more fiber, which remember we want to go for veggies first and starches. Maybe you need some digestive enzymes to help break down those. If you're not used to eating a lot of vegetables, sometimes that causes gas and bloatingness. And most women as we age, because our gut microbiome changes, we need to support those enzymes. We need to support those uh, digestive enzymes because they help to break down all the foods that I'm talking about. And it's not something you need to do forever, but you may need to supplement for a little bit to help your body get in the habit of knowing how to break those foods down, right? And then you're going to go to the bathroom normally every single day because you should be having a, a bowel movement every single day, if not a couple times a day. If you're not, um, that's something you need to focus on. We need to talk about. So let me know if you want any recommendations on the digestive enzymes that I give to my clients. They also have probiotics, so I kind of love it's a combination together. So it puts the enzymes back in to help break down the foods, but also gives you probiotics, which are healthy bugs for your gut. So doing a daily Schmeck check-in is a good way to know if you are creating hormonal balance, which equals healthy metabolism. And that's when you start to see results. That's when you start to know that you're on the right track. So if you joined because you just were feeling blah, no energy, tired all the time, inflammation, aches and pains, all the things, if you focus on these things when it comes to your nutrition, I guarantee those things are going to go away. And you will notice as soon as you were off track because they will start to come back, right? Again, we're going to talk about another couple things in the next couple days that are going to also help with your hormonal balance and your metabol uh, metabolic flexibility. But I would say 90%, 85-90% of this needs to come from what you're feeding your body and how you're feeling your body. So remember, it's not a journey. I mean, this is, <laughs> let me backtrack. Remember, this is a journey. It's not a diet lifestyle. We want this to be a healthy lifestyle. Um, things are always going to be changing, but if you have the tools and you're mindful of what is going on and how your body's responding, you can make the adjustments as you go. You're going to stop seeing the scale go up and you're going to feel empowered because you know exactly what to do to feel your absolute best. <clears throat> Thanks for listening. I appreciate you all. If you have any questions, you can let me know. I'm always here to help you support you on this journey. Uh, next time we're going to be talking about the importance of drinking water, which may be simple, but it plays a huge part huge part when it comes to your metabolism. So thanks everyone. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks and Hormones podcast. And if you found this helpful, I would love for you to share it with your friends by sharing it in your stories 
and tagging me on Instagram at Fit Chicks and Hormones or on Facebook at Angie Marone. And if you have a free minute, a review would be great too. Feel free to message me with any questions either on Facebook or Instagram. I love helping women move through their hormonal years with ease. Thank you.